You smacked the shit out your mic. <laughs> My bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, but hey, welcome back to Bros and Murder. Excuse me, welcome back to Bro. It's a murder. You spiked all the levels. Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah, what he said. I am. I'm Natalie Nunn, and I run LA. Call me Leonard. All right, Leonard. I've been watching a lot of like Bad Girls Club on YouTube because someone was brave enough to like put all the seasons on YouTube on a YouTube channel. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah, but then they got taken down like immediately. But I was able to run. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to run through like three seasons before they like, the whole like you know channel got taken off of YouTube for copyright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, I forgot how good that fucking show was. I know it's on. Show is great. I know it's on Amazon Prime now. I think. But I don't think it, some episodes are on. Amazon. Yeah, they don't have like all the seasons. My favorite season yeah. has to be hands down uh, Mexico. Only I don't know if I watched that one. Ooh. We watched a lot of them. It was good. The last one we watched was with Winter. Was that the last season? No, the last season was the sister, the Twisted Sisters ones. So last season they had like you didn't come in alone. You came in with a sister. The one with Winter. Was with the uh, the Clementine twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that was a good season though too. Didn't she like bite somebody when she got kicked off? I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. And uh, Dream, like, it was and Dream Doll, so Dream Doll was in that season too. She's a rapper now. Interesting. Like she's actually like pretty like popping. I think she like got some award from Spotify for. I mean, her music is like okay. It's very like better than Post Malone. <laughs> I don't. I don't listen to Pokemon. I, <laughs> I don't either. You know, he's like, I don't I've call him live rap. Before. I call him like he's like alternative. But uh, she's like very much early two thousands Nicki Minaj. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I've seen Post Malone live when I went to go see Justin Bieber. Why'd you go see Justin Bieber? Look, uh, I'm a fucking huge Justin Bieber fan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude i have a signed copy of the album purpose by him which album was that um, the one before the one that just was released which one was that is that the one with like, yummy no that's the latest one that album was okay i mean yeah i i'm, I'm surprised that, i didn't know i didn't i didn't peg you for a believer so oh dude i am fucking I have a shirt of his face (laughs) that I wear. So how do you feel about Selena Gomez? I mean, her songs that she writes about him, bro, I want to cry sometimes. There's so many she writes about him, too. And it's like... Some of them are so sad. Come on, girl. (laughs) You gotta move on. Like that song, uh, that Love Myself song or whatever. I'm still mad at her for what she did to The weekend Because he almost gave her his fucking kidney. You know what she did? Left him for Bieber. 
And you know what Bieber did? Left her for his new wife. Yeah. I Tragic. follow uh, him. I, I follow him on Instagram and he's like all into like um like religion now. It's really weird. Yeah, he's in, he's in that, uh, that new cult for all the rich people. It's like there is on his album too. His latest album, they talk about God sometimes, and it's like makes me uncomfortable. I'm just like, mm. not pushing that on people, man. Yeah, I get it. That's your thing. Make some hits, yeah. like, like, the, like how, I, how are you gonna make a song about eating pussy and then talk about Jesus? Right. <laughs> it's it's God's will, bro. <laughs> uh, you know what? And on that note. <laughs> Uh, I hope everyone's excited for this episode. Oh yeah, because we're talking about. Do you, you want to do the voice? You could do it. No, I'm I'm nervous. I'm not good at it. Lonnie Franklin, or the Grim Sleeper. Bum bum bum. <laughs> so right. I mean, uh, Lonnie, man, Lonnie, 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 Lonnie Franklin Jr. Motherfucker. I don't know what I'm more like interested in if it's you'll see what you see what I, my part would have to discuss it too i'm interested not only in him and what he did but more like how everyone around him like the city society at large was like affected by it and how they also like handle it because there's a lot of i feel like you can see a lot of like racial implications coming into play how the police handle it and it's like come on god you can see that black women's death weren't high on your priority list. <laughs> well, dude, like, this was a crazy case, though. Like, lot, like I watched a documentary about him, and it was, like, he was into some shit, dude. Oh, yeah, he was a fucked up dude. But, uh... But... You could... That's just... Yeah, we'll jump right into, into it. it. After our conversations about Justin Bieber, Bieber and Jesus. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... We are on this serial killer bit now. So Lonnie Franklin Jr., he was responsible for killing about an estimated 25 murders, 25 people, which made him a prolific serial like, like killer. A, like a soft 25, because there could be more. I'm kind of a... Never mind. <coughs> um, yeah, a soft... <laughs> yeah, he was a, a, soft, a soft 25, yeah. It's estimated 25. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the background information about this dude, about the grim sleeper and why he was sleeping in his nice cozy bed. And, and surprise, surprise, he has a history of being not great. <laughs> right? So everyone knows by now that I like to tackle cases like the, by like giving information, background information. And I like to present it to everyone because... The background information is so interesting to me. I love knowing about what happens to these people as they're growing on, growing up, especially when they're like kids, because a lot of times they ended up suffering from like some form of TBI, traumatic brain injury or something like that, or they got hit on the head. There's always like this correlation, like, boom, I fell off a swing and busted my fucking head. Now I'm like, going to stab someone yeah, in the I neck. Yeah, I cut off toes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the I just want to say the brain is so powerful, yet it's so fragile at the same time. Just like me. I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know, for some reason, with Franklin, there wasn't a lot of background information, which was surprising, other than that he was born August 20th. Shout out to my August 20th peeps. Woo-woo. My birthday's not August 20th, but whatever. He was born August 20th, 1952, in Southern California. Southern Los Angeles, that is. That, that, that's your area, right? It, uh, not Los Angeles, but I was SoCal. Okay. Can't you hear it in my but, uh, bro? Yeah, totally, bro. Crash. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Shred the knock, bro. Um... But yeah, so along with being born in SoCal, he was also an army veteran and he was given a general discharge in July of 1975, which if people, if you don't know what that is, a general discharge means that he could have been discharged under honorable circumstances, but because of like some type of disciplinary like actions, he did not necessarily merit the honorable discharge like name or whatever the title of honorable discharge he was just given a general discharge yeah, so it's more like a vague type of thing you like you can put on like they can't yeah it's more vague yeah. than anything <laughs> and to like to be fair what i'm about to tell you like i don't know why he didn't get more than oh i don't general... know why he didn't get a dishonorable discharge what he did yeah. was pretty dishonorable <laughs> yeah because one of the things that I read about one thing that he did while he was in, he was part of a gang rape of this German chick, girl, woman, person. Her name was Ingrid. And they, prior to raping Ingrid, they kidnapped another like victim or they tried to kidnap another victim. They couldn't. They're just like, all right, let's drive around Germany some more and then find out they found Ingrid. And... That's what happened. I'm so surprised that, again, he only got... So, now, was Ingrid the first, or was that the second person? That was the, Ingrid was the second person, because they drove around, and they attempted to kidnap another victim, but away. the other victim escaped, and then they got Ingrid. Yeah. But, along with getting a general discharge for a gang rape of a woman, he was married and had two children. He was a father, a husband, a rapist. <laughs> Um, <laughs> after the military, like when he was at, after the military, before he was arrested and all that stuff, he worked as a mechanic, like, um, and a city sanitation worker for, I think in LA. Yeah. It was in LA. Yeah. Well, and I'm not sure. Oh, Yes. It was in LA because there's a specific, yes, I hope you get to that. But, um, I'm not sure if he was like a car mechanic, like, and it could have just been on the side, like do stuff for people. But I, yeah. What I read, it was more just like a side hustle. Like he would do yeah. shit on his lawn. Like you, you know, do my spark. It was, it was crazy because in one of the YouTube documentaries I watched, there's comments and there was one comment that stood out and said that they lived next to him when he was arrested, which is pretty dope. So, but although there's little information about his background and him growing up, I did watch some like documentaries on YouTube because they're free and there's one on uh, HBO, but I was not about to pay for it. It's unless it's free, so but a lot coming out on HBO that's going to make me have to fucking buy it for like half a right? year. Like each, like the Justice League thing's coming out and then Adventure Time. I'm upset, but I'm going to have to bite that bullet. <laughs> Well, I'm updating my, like, phone plan, and it's going to come with the HBO thing. 
because of like work and stuff, whatever. But, and, but to get back to the story, sorry. In one of the documentaries I watched, I'm not going to get too much into it because I know like Andre's going to talk about it. But in one of the interrogations that they had, he was extremely calm, um, well spoken, calm, cool, collected. But it was really eerie, and he was like a really eerie person, like just a strange person. And I'm wondering if that's like that eerie feeling, because I think the reason he was so calm, I watched some of the videos too, because mm-hmm. he got caught. Like, you caught, man. He's an older dude, he got caught, like there's nothing for him to do but just talk. And I had the same eerie feeling, and I think most of it comes from knowing what he did. And that he could be so calm sitting there being confronted with everything that he did i think that, yeah, that's because, why it's eerie <laughs> it is well it, what's crazy too because like you know when they were showing him pictures of like the bodies of dead bodies or like some of his victims he would just be like oh i would never rape that woman because she's fat or she's butt ugly or like if he didn't i, I, draw, I draw the line at body thing like why make any comments about dead people anyways like that's kind of fucked up but um, I think that's it about like his background information. I guess I didn't talk about why he's called the Grim Reaper or the Grim Sleeper. You want me to tell them? Yeah, you can tell them. Are you sure? No, no, I'll get into it. So now okay. I'll get into like <laughs> tell him. the murders tell him. and like the surrounding things that I just felt oh, like yes. I had to talk about. So, yes. I mean, first off, he doesn't really fit the profile of like your average serial killer. Just because... Because like he's a black dude, he did his first crime, like murder, when he was like 32. Most of his victims were like black women and drug dealers. Like he doesn't like you think of serial killers, you know, you think like fucking Ted Bundy and shit like that. So he kind of breaks the mode in some senses. Pause. I think people say that because like we have glorified white serial killers. Yeah. That's why we don't. We should, we should be glorified like any of them, but <laughs> those yeah, are who no. comes to mind first. And. So upon his like arrest, I'm not gonna get into his arrest, but I'm just saying like upon his arrest, uh, he was described by like his neighbors and stuff as like a friendly and quiet person. They said that he often would be found working on cars in his front yard and just chatting with people who walk by. Uh, he, they they didn't think people didn't assume that he would hurt anybody because he just seemed like this average dude. His victims also strayed away from the normal profile of serial killers. While serial murders mostly commit victims who are like white women, uh, the victims of the Grim Sleeper were all black. And he would choose prostitutes uh, and like drug addicts, people who were seen as like less dead and really wouldn't be la- like, wouldn't looked into, which you'll see into one of the cases I bring up. Uh, moreover, the murders began in the mid 1980s. Uh, <laughs> Wait, when? 1980. 1800? Okay, yeah, 1980s. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they began in the mid 1980s and parts of Los Angeles where the use of crack cocaine was rampant. So they, the cops were, all, were more focused on drug addicts and like really just letting all these different serial killers and murderers kind of run free. Cause because several other killers were known to comb the area as well, also looking for like prostitutes and drug addicts. So it was a real hodgepodge of just murders happening all over LA. The 70s and 80s was such an interesting time. It was a cesspool. There's like, dude, there's so many fucking murderers that came out and so many people dying and people letting their kids go with their grown ass neighbors that were known pedophiles and stuff. And I'm just like, what? 
Yeah, and a lot of these like prostitutes and drug addicts who were found dead were found dead in like alleys, trash bins, stuff like that. And I'll get into why I think that's where he was dumping his bodies. Uh, the killings became so rampant, especially among the black community, that the Black Coalition Fighting Back Serial Murders was formed in 1989 in protest of the LAPD's lack of policing those areas where the murders were occurring. Because the Grim Sleepers murders and all those other murders were mainly targeting black people, prostitutes, drug addicts, random people on the street, and black people in the area felt as though the police weren't caring or doing shit or being like transparent about what's happening uh the coalition felt it was irresponsible and also racially motivated that the information about the murders and the profile weren't released in order to protect black women in south central la like they just didn't feel protected so the known killings began in 18 and i did it again (laughs) (laughs) the known killings began when Jack the Ripper first died. <laughs> so the known killings began in 1985 in South Los Angeles. The Grim Sleeper apparently took a 14-year hiatus, which is why he's called the Grim Sleeper. But that's also kind of like speculated upon because it could have just been thought to be a hiatus because of lack of evidence or lack of like finding things. But yeah, yeah. when he woke up, the motherfucker woke up with a vengeance. Oh yeah, because it resumed in 2002. <laughs> but this history may only be an accidental, like I said, miss, like miss, missing of evidence that happened. The last confirmed slaying was January 2007. All his victims were found outdoors, often in alleyways a short distance from downtown's Los Angeles. So all but one of his victims were black women. One of his suspected victims was a black man. And his victims were also, like I said, sex workers. And he would have the same like modus operandum where he would like pick them up shoot them with a 25 caliber gun which is like oh, just a famous serial killer gun because so many serial killers use 25 caliber handguns and then he would take a photo of the body and then sexually assault them okay so now on to his first murder so the frank uh, franklin's first known victim was 29 year old deborah jackson her body was discovered august 10th what's that like 10 days before his birthday mm-hmm. in 1985 at an alleyway so Due to high crime rates in Los Angeles, all at the time, police were like initially they just chalked up her murder to like something to be drug related. They see a black woman and oh, <laughs> must have been drug related and really didn't dig into it any further. But like, oh, missing a head must have been drug related. Yeah, shot and then raped it must have been drug related. So they chalked it up to being drug related, but then they started noticing that other murders started coming up that were like exactly the same as this way and uh later in august in 1980 1986 <laughs> so, I'm <gonna> <laughs> so later in august i keep wanting, I keep wanting to say 18 i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> so, later in august in 1986 34 year old henrietta's Wright's body was found under a discarded mattress the following year 23 year old barbara wire's body along with uh Bernetta Sparks and Mary Lowe were also discovered in similar fashions, shot, raped with DNA on the breast and dumpsters, trash cans, or in the alleyway somewhere. He didn't even try to, like, clean up. No, but I think they were found in these different, like, spots where you would find a trash, like, where someone would pick up trash at. It's because he was a tanitation worker, and he knew these streets. 
So I think he picked those like dumping spots just because they were probably like his routes and that's where he knew. Uh, yeah. So he would just dump them there because they were all found like either in a trash bin or under or near. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. It's called a trash in the alleyway. So, and then in 1988, the bodies of 22-year-old uh, Larice Jefferson and 18-year-old Alice Monique Alexander were also found in similar ways. All seven women had been shot with a 24 caliber handgun and DNA was present on their breasts which really didn't mean much to the LAPD because they didn't have the technology to <laughs> really do anything uh, with, the, with, with the DNA. So after, you know, these murders all started happening, a 14-year hiatus happened. Well, that's what everyone thought it was a hiatus, but again, that's real arguable because certain evidence popped up later in the line or like he probably kept going and people just didn't find anything. He was good about it. Yeah, he, was, he just got a little bit better about it. So fast forward to March 2002, 15 year old princess's body was found. Now she had been strangled, beaten badly, but not shot. Then again, in July 2003, the body of 35 year old Ballard McCarvey was discarded, was, was discovered killed in the same manner. Both victims had been dumped again in the alleyways in South Los Angeles. So now the Grim Sleepers 11th victim was taken well, not taken, was killed <laughs> in January 2007. And that was the body of 25-year-old uh, Janice Patterson, who was a mother, and she was discovered nude, stuffed in a garbage bin in a deserted alleyway. The Grim Sleeper appeared to have reverted back to his old ways and no longer just, like, punching women to death. So now her body was found, again, shot with a 25 caliber handgun. So then a DNA sample from her body was collected and matched the crime scenes of another woman. And then in 2012, uh, 2007, later, Bill Breton of the LAP, like he came forward after people were like, hey, we think the Grim Sleeper is back. He, you know, started a task force, but received a lot of criticism about like doing this so late and he would never address any of it. Like people kept calling him out like, <laughs> hey man, like, what, what, what took well, yeah, what took so fucking long like the first like the revamp started in 2002 why it took you like five <laughs> years to like say oh we need a task force and he just remained silent and decided never to speak on it and <laughs> refuses to speak on it and uh the reason he got arrested and everything came from one like imperfect murder that happened and I let battle take it away from there there was, was it an imperfect murder or was it like a, 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 a survivor someone survived someone survived she got away i'm yes. calling it an imperfect murder because like he he tried to kill her but she she was tough she got away it's a battle you take it away yeah so one of his victims like we said survived well there was multiple victims that survived there was a couple because Laura Moore was one of the victims that survived. Um, she was shot six times and she still has two bullets of bullets in her head. 
and she escaped and crawled away. And when she was in the EMT, and when the EMT was helping, like, he came back and, like, she tried to, like, point and call him out. So, so real quick, can you, her, can you say her name again? Laura Moore. And that wasn't the other woman, right? No, this is not. I'm going to get okay, to the other right. woman. I was just making sure oh. I was like, because that one, even that her story, like, that even got me. <laughs> yeah, they're well, they're they're just fucking crazy. I just want to talk about like, because yeah. there is more than one survivor. Um, but as she was getting help and getting put into like the uh, ambulance, she was trying to point at the grim sleeper because he came back to the crime scene and watched her and get was taken like, away. Hmm, resting. But she was too weak to use her voice and too weak to like actually. So maybe that's why out. he switched over to like strangling and beating. For the, when, he, maybe, when he revamped yeah. up, because like maybe he was like, I want to make sure that they're dead, you know? And it's crazy, because like he was just free to go after that. Yeah, he like, walked away. He just walked away. But unlucky for him, one of his victims did survive and like said something, because Laura Moore didn't say anything, because I don't think she thought that they would have taken it serious. So, and it... Uh, Anitria Washington was one of the victims that survived. So she was going to a party and she was like walking and Lonnie um, sees sees her and offers her a ride. So this was, you know, when people were like, okay, yeah, I'll get in the car with the stranger. So she gets in the car. Well, there was some protest. I watched her like her yeah. interview. So like he, you know, stopped her and was like, hey, you know, I'll give you a ride home. And she was basically like, nah, I'm good. And then he was like, this is what's wrong with you black bitches. Nobody can be nice to you. Yeah, that's, that's right. And then she was like, like she kind of felt in a way bad for him. And it was just like, all right, fuck it. Like, yeah, I'll get in the car with you. If anyone is like, making you feel bad for like saying knowing, no, feeling uncomfortable, like don't take that as a sign of weakness on your side. Yeah, that's a red if flag. They wanna, yeah, like fuck that because don't try to play it, turn it around. Because this is what happens to Nitria. Um, so she gets in the car and he like shoots her in the chest. And she said and that she, starts, did, she, did, she said she didn't even feel it at first. She said she just no, looked down yeah. and saw that she was bleeding. Saw, yeah. And then she said, why? And he said to her, it's because you disrespected me. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> in the chest. Yes. And like rapes her. But luckily, she was able to, like, jump out of the car and, like, survive. Like, the bullet hit her in her chest, and when she was out of the car and uh, um, and got to the hospital, they pulled the, uh, what, what? So she was able to jump out of the car and get out of the car, escape him after, like, she he had already raped her. And she was free, and... What eventually got him caught was that when she was in the hospital, the bullet that was that she was shot with, it was still in her chest. And when they removed it, it matched the different the type of ammo that Lonnie used in the past, which is crazy. And so that's not what ultimately got him. But that was something that like sparked because she's yes, because she did say something she did like go to like authorities about it and it was like still cold for a while but like as far as the law goes like he was clean because then they didn't have like dna to trace back to him 
and it wasn't until they used this familial familial DNA, which is DNA that belongs to someone in your family, like close relative, and his son's DNA was in the system, and that's what actually linked it back to him, and he was eventually caught. Do you want me to talk about what happened at the yeah. one there or something? So, since it was his son's DNA, they knew who he was at that point. They knew who Lonnie was. And in July of 2010, he was finally arrested. He was finally arrested. Arrested him. So, when they took him into custody and they searched his house, because of course, you know, they're going to fucking search that shit. But there was so much, like, lewd and obscene, like vulgar photos there were over a thousand photos and videos a lot of them were of women and young teenage girls he even did this thing where he would like splice in some of like his sex scenes into pornos which i can't tell if that's horrifying or depressing i'm gonna go up both horror pressing or the door doorifying it's ki- it kind of reminds me of... Have you seen American Psycho? Yes. You know the scene where, like, he's doing it with some chick and he's recording himself doing it and he st- looks at, like, himself in the mirror and he's just, like, recording... I feel like that w- it was something like that before he murdered his victims. Like, he would, like... Which is also take- very horrifying. Yeah. Yes. It's fucking weird, dude. But some of the photos were released to the public. They only released about uh, 180 of them for the public to see. Um, And there are people that actually recognize the people in the victims. And some of the pictures look super scary because and the pictures themselves, some of them, they already look dead. These women look like they were dead in the pictures. But like Andre had said earlier, like you did say that he would rape them and, or kill them and then rape them. Yeah, no, he would did- he would rape them and then kill them. But sometimes he would shoot them first and then rape them. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Because um, you really, for all you know, some of those people could have been already dead. Yeah. And not only did he have images, though, he also had, like, really obscure and morbid, like, trophies and mementos of his murders. And like I said earlier, during, like, his interrogations and everything, they would show him all the pictures, and he was just like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm wondering if it was like, uh... But I didn't do it. Because, like, he didn't didn't ever explicitly say he did... Yeah. He murdered them. That's a crazy... He would always deny it. Now, I'm wondering if it was kind of like... Was it the toolbox killers who, like, he would drug women with LSD and then record it? And then remember the police, like, would go to these women and say, Hey, we think this this is you in this recording. And then a woman would, like, look like, oh, shit. I remember... I'm wondering if, like, when they release all those images to the public, were the women out there who was like, oh, shit, that's me. Yeah. That's so scary. Like that will be horrifying, and it's super humiliating. Like how, like it's difficult to move forward from that. Once they actually had him in custody, after about three months of trials, 
It took the jury only two days to deliberate. They eventually came up with him being the murderer of nine women. So he was convicted of killing nine women and one teenage girl. He was sentenced to death. And this is in California. But March of this year, he was found dead in his prison cell. And it was more, it it was probably natural causes. I didn't see anything else about it, but he ended up getting the death sentence, but he was never actually put. He was just on death row and just died of natural causes in prison. Which he doesn't deserve. He should, he doesn't get like his balls dragged through glass. That would suck, dude. And it was crazy too, like in some of the court, the court videos, when they would show him, he just looked super scary. He had glasses on, which I get a lot of people will wear glasses in like their trials because it's supposed to make them look softer and like easier to look at. Yeah. But he just looked really creepy to me, like scary. He just had a very collected look, a very stoic look on his face, knowing that he murdered a shit ton of people and he was just like, no, I didn't do it. He was very stoic looking, which makes me nervous. Stoic people make me nervous. Yeah, but that's the fucked up case about the Grim Sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stoic around me. Don't be stoic around yeah. like, uh, Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, but no, that's, he, was, he was a horrifying person. And uh, I feel like his actions really did impact how people, especially black people back then, viewed the LAPD because it already wasn't in a good light. Uh, and it just kind of made the public perception of them go down even worse. And to this day, the LAPD still has a bad rap with people for <laughs> being shitty. Yeah, because, like, I mean, if you have a fucking alleyway where they're just dumping a shit ton of bodies and you're not doing anything to look into. Or you know that you- there's someone out there murdering a bunch of black women, maybe put it out. Because that's what the coalition was upset about. That they, they weren't saying that, hey, we think a Syracuse is out there killing black women. Be safe. Protect yourselves. They just didn't say anything at all. So it's like. If you guys would have just said something like, hey, walk together in groups, don't go alone, blah, blah, something, maybe there could have been like fewer deaths or someone could have came forward and be like, oh, hey, I didn't know something or something could have happened, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Like it's transparency could have saved someone's life. If you want to stop being a bastard, start like doing the right thing. That's all I have to say. Like, even if you don't know something, you can still just be transparent. Like, we think someone's out there killing people. We didn't know exactly what to do, but we're trying to figure it out, so be careful. Right? But, uh, yeah. Another serial killer in the books. Another serial killer? I think we have a whole list of them. We still got a list we're running through, but so far I think we covered, like, four? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we got some more to come. We're going to keep throwing them at you. Yeah, they're really good. I love them. They're my favorite ones to talk about. Like, I find some, but I'm like, okay, wait, I can't talk about it yet because we're going to cover it. And if you heard the little jingle jangle, that's my cat because she's jumping around yeah. right now. Lacte! <laughs> Lacte! Get down there! <laughs> so, uh, uh, that's it for me. That's it for Leonard. Uh, what do I have to plug? Yeah, it's- my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than battles, but make sure you check out the social medias because we got a content team out there putting out some spooky content. You know, the live streams Thursday nights. Check us out on that. Join them in the fun. And uh, just stay safe. Love each other. 
hug each other. If you see someone being racist or hurting women, punch them in the dick hard. Yeah, I agree. Punch them in the dick. Or vagina. Or vagina. Whatever they got down, just aim for the groin because it's going to hurt anybody. Aim for the groin, yes. <laughs> Make the uterus or testes hurt. Yeah, just shove them back up inside themselves. Yeah. So, you see her jump? That was a big jump she just yes. made. <laughs> All right, so enjoy the music. Bye. See ya, fam. Yeah.